Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Santa, joined, as always, by the Kraken to my Canuck. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing? Uh, I'm being paid prevailing wage to make sure no one is getting too close to the edge of the roof. And our very own flame. That's right. It's Eric Gronebeck. Eric! I'll take uh, that. I'll take that. Hey, you know what? You're an ex-Flames fan. You're a recovering. I was. I am. Yeah. Flames fan. So I have to have to get. You're not. That. You're not really a. You're. You're kind of a covert Kraken fan. It's when like good. This. You want to be a Kraken fan. It's just like this. When they're good, I'll watch them. And I want. They're my second favorite team. I just Fair. when they played head to head against the Canucks, I that was like where I got to know where my heart was really at. And I whole time I wanted the Canucks to win. And I was like, I guess I'm just not ready yet. <laughs> just not just not ready to make the switch from uh, from being a Canucks fan. Wait till okay. their whole city riots again. It's going to happen this year because I think we're like good. We're good, but like not that good. So like we'll lose in a seven game playoff series and it's going to be ugly. OK, uh, <laughs> let's talk Seattle Seahawks. I know you guys just I know this is what you've all been waiting for to talk about this particular game. Just a, a, a bastion of excitement. Um, a, a, just a, like, Let's be honest. The 30 to 23 score is deceiving. They were driving and going to score more points. 30, it was 37 to 23 uh, if we're being like honest about what actually happened in the game. So score, score line aside, um, I don't know. <laughs> how do you just, how do you feel overall about the direction of the team right now? Okay. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of think pieces. There's a lot of think pieces out there about just like the overall direction of the Seahawks. There are national news outlets saying that Pete might be on the hot seat. Uh, I mean, in terms of DVOA, we're still right in the middle. We're 13.6 percent positive. Our DVO actually went up after that game because I think it expected us to do even worse than that. So, so uh, uh, Kevin, go ahead and start us off. What do you what do you think? I... The the best way I could say this is, you know, that scene in The Simpsons when Bart's like, hey, if you slow down the film, you could see the exact moment where his heart breaks uh, for Ralph Wiggum. Uh, for this season, <laughs> this game was slowing it down for the exact moment where you saw the team quit. It, both you both Najee, so. both Najee Harris touchdowns had had players just standing there. I just don't ever remember that happening in this, in the I feel like the same era. thing happened for a few of the downfield blocking situations in the run game too. Like there were just there were a number of plays where it just didn't feel like it was a, a total team effort. I don't think the whole team gave up or anything, but I just yo, know, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not the buy-in's there. It didn't feel like the buy-in was there. Like like on the first touchdown, Quandre's just kind of like standing there. And I know like box tackling is not should not be his primary job. He's good deep cover safety. But when you're inside the red zone, it's your job now. <laughs> like you have to try. You can't just stand there. And same with Tariq Woolen. It's like Tariq Woolen's missed a lot of tackles this year. Not only did he he just give up on the play where Najee Harris and the pile got pushed in the end zone. By the way, the most infuriating play in football history where the guys are the play should have been whistled whistle. dead. Which should have been whistled dead, but then they just keep pushing for some reason, and then, and and then of course a bunch of guys. It's just Bobby Wagner versus the whole Pittsburgh Steelers team because they're trying, and our guys are like, well, whatever. Like we're just gonna watch and see. Maybe Bobby can push ten guys at once. It's it, oh, it was Bobby. Very, Bobby has no quit in him. Yeah, Bobby's Bobby. You know what? Say what you want on Bobby. His 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 lateral quickness is shot. He's not what he was. He's trying and he's doing his job and he's okay. I don't and know he, if this is a telling stat. 
like will back up that you think some of the players are giving up or if it goes the other way. But Pete said after the game, something he said before, which exactly pretty much what he said against San Francisco. He said after the game, like, yeah, we lined up, we, we did everything, we executed what we wanted, we just couldn't make the play. And it's like, Pete, you don't have the talent. And I we I think that that's apparent, but if you go with the idea that uh, you know, maybe they're not showing up this late in the season, and maybe they shouldn't be. Um, I can't really blame them. <laughs> that further pushes the argument that you don't have the right talent. There's a lot of key injuries, too. We had too, six players both. with two or more missed tackles in the Pittsburgh game. We had seven in the previous three games combined. This this uh, this game just felt like... like the, the, it felt like the defense, the injuries finally... Really were apparent. so. Here's the thing: is that the last two weeks they had played better on defense. I'm not going to say they played good, but they looked to be like starting to build a little momentum. They were stopping the passing game. They were having progress in there. And yeah, it's Ryan Tannehill and like Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are having problems. But you know they were slowing passing attacks down. They were still giving up rushing yards, but you know that's going to happen. I just think we're not. We're not. This season was not. We're not going to ever put together the great run defense with the personnel we have. And then this, so it's like, you know, okay, we're building momentum. We're going to go against another bad offense. This is, here we go. This Mason Rudolph and a pretty bad offensive line. Like maybe we can continue to build this momentum and at least like, you know, hold our own against these bad offenses. And I, they just pissed down their own leg at such a level that I, I just, I don't know. I just, I set an expectation like they'll at least fight, you know what I mean? And it just felt like they did not. They didn't fight that hard. You know, there's just they just let it happen. They just let a team outwill them. And from Najee Harris putting Tariq Woolen into the shadow realm, uh <laughs> to to all the other plays where it just felt like, you know, Devin Witherspoon was like the only guy who really felt Devin and Bobby felt like they were really out there trying. And it makes I me think, wonder uh, I think Spoon's still uh still injured, by the way. Like he's Yeah, not- oh he's definitely hurt, but yes. he still ha- he still had like the most vicious tackle in the whole game. Like he, yes. I feel like he's seventy. That seventy percent though is like, man, when this guy rocks at one hundred percent, it's going to be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It, they, the thing is, is you know, Julian Love, Devin Bush, uh, these guys are getting, and some of these guys, man, Boye Mafe and Leonard Williams played sixty-five snaps. That's, That's too many snap. That's too many snaps for defensive linemen in the trenches like that. That's too many snaps. Jaron Reed played 65 snaps. I mean, I understand we're trying to win and those are our best players. So I get it. But the rotation is thin right now to where we have to basically tell these guys, Hey man, we're going to need you to absolutely kill yourselves because there ain't nobody left. There's nobody left behind you. All those guys are either hurt or bad. And so, yeah. I mean, Daryl Taylor's down to 21 snaps in this game. This then they, you know what they did when he was on the field? They ran, ran the football right six, 16 times. I think they were audibling out of passing plays That's when he was good on the scouting. field. Because they knew. Like, 21 times he was on the field, they ran it 16 times. They knew. Like, this guy's on the field. Like, run the football. He can't do anything. And they were, they're correct. They're, they're right. He, he can't. This is a well – the thing that sucks is they are the AFC Hawks, right? Or we are the NFC Steelers, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the however you want to put it, like, we these teams are very mirror images of each other. They're both going to go, like, 9 and 8 or whatever. They're both going to be okay. They both have coaches who've been coaching for a really long time that subsets of their fan base absolutely hate. 
right? Like these teams are are a mirror image of each other. And it was sucked to see them execute what we what the kind of game that we usually, you know what I mean, that we want to do, that yeah. the Seahawks want to do on us. Um, I agree. I did some digging. Um, I don't I don't really like the DVOA numbers because yeah. I feel like they're deceiving. Uh, our point differential this year, 23rd in the league. Uh, that's not good at all. Looking at the teams that are behind us, they're yikes teams. The teams that are ahead of us are not good teams. Atlanta, Indianapolis, I'm looking at you. Vegas, looking at you. So Chicago, I, looking at you. I want to talk <laughs> about that, though, Eric, because specifically, like, we play a much harder schedule than those teams. We have to play San Francisco twice. We have to play the Rams twice. We played the Eagles and the Cowboys. We played a we played a second place schedule. Like the the the, but we the thing is, I'll take DBOA. the Eagles game out of that because we did we we hung against the Eagles and we won against the Eagles mm-hmm. and it was close. Barely. So I feel like we I want to take that out. Um, I just I'm not I'm not ripping on DVOA because I really do like the DVOA numbers usually like what they the information the data that they can give us. I guess I'm just kind of I really want to pig pal on the Seahawks because <laughs> I love this team. And it really pisses me off that we didn't come to play against the Steelers. Yeah, and, they were soft. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we went over this last week and and how we should win this game and how easy it is to win this game. And Tomlin's on the hot seat. And I made I made the comment that it should be close. And you made a joke because you're like, Eric, that's what Pete wants. But my comment was more along the lines of every Steelers game is either a blowout in our favor or it's close meaning that we're not that good, they're not that good, but we find a way to grind it out. And you could argue that this was, it was a near blowout in the Steelers' favor, which we haven't seen in a while. And we shouldn't get that at home. That's the thing that bothers me is that it used to, the the home stadium used to be an impenetrable fortress. Mm -hmm. Uh, We never lost at home. And now it's like, it doesn't matter at all. The, they they came into our house, executed our game plan against our team, and we look, we looked the lesser the lesser team because of it. It's just it's uh it was hard to watch. And like you said, Eric, this this Pittsburgh team is like us. You know, they got blown out by the 49ers. They got blown out by the Texans. They have one big win against the Bengals, and every other game's close. You know, every other yeah, game's close. That's not just Bengals team. They're or, they're just like. Yeah, the Bengals team is is super injured. Uh and yeah, this is like that's just like us. You know, that's just like us. We are we've played a bunch of close games. We've gotten beat beat up a couple times. Uh beat up by the Rams, beat up by the Ravens, beat up by the 49ers. But the rest of the games have been pretty pretty close. And uh the thing big difference is that we have not really had that big win. The Giants game, I guess, but we have not had a game where I felt like, "Oh man, we really just dominated them." And that's well, Panthers gotta game, be the Giants talent. game, probably. But like, even those ended up close on the scoreboard. Yeah, well, not the Giants game, <laughs> twenty-four to three, I think. But the Panthers oh, game, yeah, they 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 scored they scored twenty-seven points against us. That's not great. That's, <laughs> In no, retrospect, that's embarrassing. Up, that's embarrassing. Giving twenty-seven, giving up twenty-seven points to the Andy Dalton Panthers is a uh, is not great. In retrospect, okay. So we've said that we, you know, we're frustrated. We're all frustrated at the team, especially the defense, right? Well, defensive coach Pete Carroll, then how do you feel about defensive coach Pete Carroll? Does he, does he deserve, uh, you know, another year to kind of see this through another couple years? Or is this, is this, should this be the end of the line for, uh, for, should it be the, this be the final Pete Sember, a Pete Sember to remain? 
<laughs> I think it was Pete Sember to forget at this point. But um, well, how many years has he got left on his deal? Two, or is he twenty twenty five? Yeah, two more years. Yeah, two more seasons. <clears throat> Oof. I'll, I'll take this one first. Go. Uh, I don't want two more years. If he had one more year remaining, I'd be like, at this rate, let him play it out. Let's let's see what we can get in the draft next year. Here's my, here's my issue. You have a lot of dead weight on this team, meaning heavy contracts and guys who aren't playing, people who aren't going to take pay cuts. There's articles out there that even point out Tyler Lockett is probably a guy you want to cut. Which I'm like, no, that's the guy who, if he if he asks for a trade, you grant him that, but otherwise deserves to be paid what he's paid on this roster because he's not losing it. And if he is then that's the least of our problems. I'm looking why? at like so many guys. Why on does defense. Tyler Lock? Why did we, why is this contract is so bad that this yes. Tyler Lockett contract, why did we structure it like this? Because we, because that was back in the day. The yes, there's that Kevin. Thank you. And also that was at the time when we were so good at like, Hey, we're, we're going to give out this giant contract, but all these other contracts are steals and we've, we've kind of placed them all to expire at a certain time. And it nipped, it just it totally bit us because oh we fell apart oh we had to do this the way we structured money now is way different the league has changed and it's just kind of become an albatross the last yeah, like, two Lockett years of Russ, we really did bad things with our roster and we're paying for it he's at 27 million dollars a year and yeah i think we were trying to maximize the russell wilson window and that that is part of why i like i think i'm okay with the idea of letting pete finish his contract and like letting him try to see this rebuild through because at some level like he was trying to maximize the russell wilson window which was closing we see it now on denver the window was closing on russell wilson pete knew it he he was aware of it he wanted to maximize that window though with his with I, his I read an hall of fame level quarterback he yeah. was not he was not okay with the trade to denver um no he uh, Schneider had to convince him to trade. He was like, this is over. So that is yet another example of Pete mm-hmm. not really being able to see the truth of what's out there. Yeah, Pete wanted to like finish the Russ, the job with Russ. That was his goal. He wanted to like, ma- like I said, maximize the Russell Wilson window, finish what he started with Russell Wilson. And so he was doing everything he could to to keep that window open. And then, of course, like you said, John Schneider is like, hey, this is not this is it. This is the end. Like where we and I get it. Like Russ was one or two years away. We probably could have got a couple more good years out of him in the correct system. You know, the, the system that actually is when he probably should be retiring. And 2025 is when Pete was set to go. Like everything was kind of set up that specific way. You know, it was supposed to be like Pete, Russ, Tyler. Tyler's done in 2025. Like I think they wanted to. But now it's like. It's hard because you got to what you want want from Pete Carroll now is you want him to gut some of the dead weight from the roster. Like Eric said, there's just some bad contracts some some guys who aren't playing and you want him to be ruthless. You want him to go in there and say, hey, you know what? Let's get some hungry guys in here and let's try to find some diamonds in the rough the same way he did when he created the original LOB. Pete, yes. He has to he has to gut some of the like loser mentality, bad guy, bad. Can he do that with his own guys? And the thing, none of that can Pete do it with his own guys, and can Pete do it knowing he's not, he might not see the fruits of that labor because he's only got two years left on his contract. It can he, can he accept that? Hey, I might be setting up a roster for someone else to come in and get all the credit. The same way I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. The same way he built that defense, and Bill Belichick came in and got 
got all the credit for building the defense when it was such a great point. It was a great defense because of the building that Pete Carroll had done. So yeah, on some Pete step back and do the right thing. That's like the second part of this. It's it's Pete step back and do the right thing. That because that's the thing is what Pete should do is he should be ruthless. He should say, you know what. Let's do it. Let's get some of these losers off this roster. Let's get some guys in here. Let's get hungry. Let's get young. Let's try to make the best roster we can. Let's get a little and, worse in 24 to get a lot better in 25. And I mean, maybe, it, and you know what the thing is, is next year's schedule will be easier because we'll be playing a third place schedule. We'll be playing, it will probably be like 15th or whatever. Schedule will be a little easier. Maybe we go nine and eight, even though the talent is a little worse or the the overall level plays a little worse, but we, you know, sneak into that crappy seventh place seventh uh, playoff spot that everyone hates so much but the, the the problem for me is that yeah that all that's possible but i just don't think he's i just don't think he'll be that ruthless with only two years left he'll want to try to try for the moonshot try for the oh everything goes perfectly jamal adams magically becomes healthy if that's the path pete's gonna pick um i just it's gonna be a miserable two years for me What's, what is more likely that pete does that that he becomes more ruthless and cuts the guys he needs to cut and just makes it uh, like, hey, everyone's competing for their position. Matt Hasselbeck, you've been great for this team. You're competing for your position. Uh, not actually Matt Hasselbeck because he's old and retired. But um, Or do you think it's more likely that Pete says, hey, you know what? It's been a great ride, and uh, I've had a lot of fun, and I love you, Seattle. Goodbye. Yeah. What's what's more likely? If you had to, if you had to guess which way it's going to lean – and it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle. Hey, I'm not going anywhere, and we're going to be trash. <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, if he if he tries to see it out and do it, the thing that's the, the worst part for me is that if he just is like, hey, you know what? We're going to try to maximize the guys we got in the building. We're gonna we're gonna do everything we can with the guys who who are here. Uh, the results will probably be very similar to if he said, hey, let's get rid of Jamal Adams. Let's get rid of all uh, Quandre Diggs. Let's get rid of all these guys who aren't putting in the effort. Although I would say Quan, I think Quandre could be fine. And if they put him next to a guy that compliments his talents more, but if they do that, the results will probably be really similar to be honest with you, because the, the key to this team is not any of that. The key to this team is, is Geno Smith. Geno Smith is actually super good. And anyone who watched the last game and was like, Geno's the problem. I really would want to understand what you think about just football in general. They had 29 pressures in this game, and our offensive line looked like a straight-up turnstile. And do you know how many sacks they were able to complete against Geno Smith? The the god himself? One. One sack. They got one sack. And it was the worst sack because he fumbled the ball and it ended the game. <laughs> but but, but uh, he was trying to do too much. Which the game so was basically funny. over. It was Geno hero ball time. And he you know what? He did everything he could. He put the team on his back for four quarters and yeah, sorry, he couldn't quite quite come through at the very end. But no one should watch that game and think, oh, Gino's the problem. Gino's the answer, if anything. Now, if they get rid of Gino, it's because they're just trying to kind of tear it down to the studs, rebuild, and his contract is pretty expensive. But Gino's a top 15 quarterback in the league. Like, I, I have no doubt in that, in, in my mind about that. It's just about improving the offensive line play in front of him and giving him a defense that doesn't give him... 15 minutes of game time to score 40 points like that. That's the real problem. It's like, look at the time of possession for every game. It's every game. Gino barely gets to play because, because this defense can't get off the freaking field. 
Like and this, because the this play game. calling, you can literally call from the stands. Everyone knows T- when it's a run. Everyone knows when it's a pass past the six. It's Gino, too predictable. Gino, Gino got to play for 22 minutes and the other and the Steelers got to play for and Mason Rudolph got to play for 37. We made Mason Rudolph look like prime Tom Brady out there. It was it, it was just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. He, he made the best passes I've ever seen Mason Rudolph make. Yeah, his, his head is his head is literally a square. Like look at his picture on ESPN and tell me his head is not he has when someone says someone is a blockhead, they're talking about Mason Rudolph. Like that's that guy you know that's you know that's why his name is Mason, right? He looks, he like, looks like Minecraft. He looks like Minecraft, Steve. Like I'm, I'm not messing around. Like this, this is guy has this really square head. Anyway, yeah, good job, Gino. Good job. I mean, Kenneth Walker, you only got ten carries, but you made the most of them. Hey, the thing about Gino is <laughs> they've made Gino's contract a contract that we can kind of get out after every year, so we can get out after this year, after next year, and then it's over. Um, I, I feel like there's no way we should be getting rid of Gino right now. Uh, because if you find a guy, I think that guy's a year away, which means you still need that bridge quarterback. That's Gino. I think you got to bring Gino back. He's earned it. He earned the money like straight up. There's just no doubt for me. He earned the money. It's, I wish we could, what I would do is Gino's a competitor. Gino's like a, Gino's like that dude who like wants to win. I might go to Gino and say, Hey man, you're 33 years old. We want to keep you through year 36. So instead of uh, two more years on your contract, could we could we do four up your guarantees a little bit and make you our guy? And I don't know. I think like that's a reasonable ask and a reasonable go for Gino. Like if we get really bad, we I mean, like you said, Eric, we're going to want to bridge. We're going to want to bridge quarterback anyway. And at 20 million dollars a year or whatever, 25, that's no one's going to shake a shake a stick at that. So I I kind of that's kind of the route I would go is like, hey, like, Gino, we love you. We want to keep you. We want you to have all the same. We want you to have more guaranteed money, but we want to kind of make this contract able to build around you a little better because we got to get rid of some of these losers. (laughs) We got to get rid of some of this dead weight, some of these some of these scrubs. And he'll go, okay, yeah. I mean, you're going to give me JSN and DK and uh, Tyler to throw to. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So, um, okay. Let's talk a little bit more specifically about uh, this game. Uh, we, I, I want to talk about Olu Olu. Uh, he got to play 25 snaps, Kevin. Uh, and I know for, for you and me, guys like you and me, when you get to see an opportunity for a guy to come in, a rookie like that, into a tough situation and get 25 snaps, uh, it, it's like a, it's trial by fire. It's like, what, what do we have here? I thought against a good, good interior defensive line, too. I thought he he's pretty good, except for there was one play. And I don't think it was his oh, you fault. you mean the trick play I, that shouldn't have been called? I think that Shane Waldron, hey, when the backup running back and the broken arm running, broken hand running back are in the play, maybe let's not call the direct snap trick play right off the bat. Maybe maybe keep keep that one on the on the Denny's menu you have over uh, there on the sidelines. Classic two Seahawks move. Do you agree, Kevin? Like Olu Olu, like he held up and probably is the starter next year. Like, he looked like a unless, capable NFL center. Like I think I think he's always going to look like that. He's going to go out there, and it's kind of like uh, when Justin Britt was our center. You never were like Justin Britt's dominating this game. You're like Justin Britt's competently doing his job a lot. Mm-hmm. Like good. that's fine. Yeah, he's, I, fair. I thought he looked good. Thought he looked good on a um, rookie deal. Take it every time. Yeah, I thought we're going to pay I him peanuts Brett- to like go out and be a reasonable starting NFL offensive lineman. That is a spot that I'm no longer worried about needing to get a guy for. Tackles had a rough day, just in general. Cross, Lucas, 
Forsyth. Those guys just just we've had been a tough, saying since he came a, back. Lucas it's a, is not moving right, and no, Pete finally came out, and, and then Pete it. said in his. Pete said in his post game or whatever that that they were they're not sure about when when Abe will be correct or when he'll be able to play again. I think he's done for the year. And honestly, the way that they talk about his injury, like the degenerative knee condition and stuff, I think you do need to like take a serious look at tackles in the draft, especially this draft so far. And my in my studies, there probably if we're picking like fifteen. There will probably be a very good offensive tackle available for the Seahawks to pick if that's the what they desire. So and you could play a tackle at guard depending on the guy you go and get. Like there's a number of guys available right. in that second play- round spot that are probably guards or right tackles um, that you could bring in, and they're gonna get play time on this roster. Play Abraham Lucas at guard. He's probably gonna be good at it, and if he's available, you know now you have your new Phil Haynes. If he's healthy, great. He's awesome. But if he's, but if Abe Lucas is hurt, he's the new Phil Haynes, you know, like he's just hurt all the time. Just don't have the old Phil Haynes too. Yeah, exactly. Don't (laughs) have, have a reasonable plan B. That's, that would be my, my, my take is have a reasonable plan B. Um, I think the D for the defense. We're going to duct tape Phil Haynes to Abraham Lucas and between their four legs, they will have two good legs. Uh, my deep, my biggest defensive thing is that I think Uchenna Nwosu losing him was way uh, more important than we ever gave it credit for because he's a Hall of Fame pass just, rusher, man. No, it's not even about the pass Chenny rushing. Gold it's, about the, it's about the edge setting. We don't really yeah. have defensive ends who set the edge super well. Mafe kind of. Mafe's okay at it. He's still learning. Like he's 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 better than some. He's um, had to make it his job, which sucks. He's, he's okay. He's okay at it. Moffey's but it capable, felt- like uh, like the way that uh, um, uh, the man who builds houses, uh, Cliff Averill. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Averill was never a great run setter, uh, like edge setter for the run, but he didn't get run over like DT does. DT think- just gets run over. Like DT is a edge setter on the defensive side, like trying to get uh, Luke Wilson to lead block on a run play. The thing is, Draymond Jones is not a great edge setter either for how big he is. And so that <laughs> it just causes, it caused us all kinds of problems in the run game. And then our, our defensive backs and linebackers just feel so light. They just feel so light, so easy to be pushed around uh, that, you know, if we can't set strong edges in the, in the front, in the front and let those guys make it easy for those guys, they just get washed. So I don't know. It's a tough day for the defense. I don't really have a lot of positive things to say. I mean, Jaron Reed is having a renaissance here. I hope that he can run it back next year because he has been quite enjoyable to watch, you know, just kind of play at a really high level the whole year. But I'm not going to hold out hope for that. He might regress because he's 30. He's going to be 32 years old and he's a big dude. It just sucks that we wasted like this renaissance year from Jaron Reed like this kind of completely down the drain. Leonard Williams also very good, but who even knows if we resign him, we might've thrown a second round pick in the toilet right there. So I don't know. Give me your defensive notes, Kevin, what you got? Uh, man, not much. I mean, we already touched on the missed tackles were a really big issue. Uh, <laughs> there's a big limitation that Julian love has, and that is he cannot, uh, he cannot backpedal. He doesn't have the foot speed to play close to the line of scrimmage if we need him in the box on run plays and then turn and run with the receiver. There are a number of times where that just got straight up exploited. Um, 
Julian Love can play a two high look. He can play in the box or he can play single high, but he cannot play near the line of scrimmage and turn and run. That's just not his game. Yeah, he played basically like they asked him to play like slot. Whenever they asked him to play slot corner on Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh's keyed in on that matchup. They were like, oh, oh, we can do that. We can we can throw to Deontay, which is, you know, once again, smart, smart move uh, by them. I props to their coaching. They did a good job, like exploiting our matchups and, and really figuring out like what we were trying to do. Uh, very frustrating. Uh, we got pressure, but we didn't get sacks. We had 16 pressures. Uh, Reed had four. Williams had four. Moffat had three. Um, but like we weren't getting consistent pressure from multiple guys the way that normally gives you a sack. Can I give you my biggest indictment of any anyone the the whole the whole game? By all means. Which is that like J- JSN. Okay. I, I just want to go back. I'm going back to offense. I know this is like. Not how we know that JSN played. Hey, it's 33. a frustrating game. You got to go played 30. Back and forth. If he plays 30, if JSN plays 33 snaps, let's do more than get him two targets. I don't care what happened. Like he should not be getting out targeted by Colby Parkinson. That was just, a good touchdown catch too. Like he like. <sighs> yeah, the, here's the here's an issue. And this is going to sound. It's going to be the funniest thing I've ever said, and it's not trying to be funny. I feel like we have too many weapons. And that is a really dumb thing to say, but it's too many weapons for the stupid team we've built. For 30 for thirty targets a game or whatever. Yes, we're not, we're because not gonna, we, we're it not goes back to enough. what you said about Gino. Like, Gino did really good uh, when he's in the game. He's, he only plays, like, you know, 10 snaps a game because we don't have the ball. And you only got 10, 10 rushes from from Kenny Daug. Um, so you have all these guys and you can't get them the ball because you can't manage an offense. And that's all right, the it, Seahawks. That's half of the Seahawks season. That's we're going big, back. It's the defense because they, they can't get off the field on third down. So everyone gets to have like seven minute drives against us, which just takes mm-hmm. away opportunity from our offense. We can't even play fast if we want to. Because no matter how fast we play, once the other team gets the ball, they get, we're not seeing it again third for and manageable and convert a third down. No. So between it's, us not converting third down and keeping the ball to get drives going and us giving up third down in situational football to allow them to extend drives, it's like, cool, they had it for seven minutes. We had it for two. They had it for seven minutes. We had it for three. They had it for five minutes. We put together a drive. We had it for eight minutes. We scored our one big impressive drive, and that's it. And I no longer care what draft picks we have to give up. Get do do the tackling things that make us good at tackling again. Okay, I will give up a. I'll gladly give up a fifth round pick or a fourth round pick every year if they don't tackle like this anymore. It is embarrassing. It is not fun to watch. <laughs> um, like <clears throat> watching Najee Harris, a guy who has been te- like objectively terrible the whole year. I love how they're gassing him up from the first minute too. Look how many missed tackles forced he has. It's like the guy's averaging like two and a half yards a carry. John is one of the worst announcers currently working for the NFL. Uh, we're introducing like our, a new Patreon like level. If you donate $3,000 <laughs> a month, I will fly to his home and key his car. I don't, I don't even know what to do. Jonathan, it was horrific, horrific, not fun. So, okay. And then a p- pass blocking obviously was a struggle in this game. Pittsburgh's a good defense, but we did terrible in that, in that respect. Like I said, uh, 
Maybe we should have had lower expectations for the team, but I felt like coming off the wins against the Eagles and the Titans, you know, it felt like this was a team who could manage a game, keep it close. Um, you know, looking at our defensive ratings, those are those are our two of our th- four two of our four highest defensive rating games of the year against the Eagles and the Titans. They really were putting in some of their better performances of the season, but just all fell apart last week. Uh, just sad, and now we get to play. The Arizona Cardinals. And you know what? The red hot Arizona Cardinals. I was going to say, I don't feel great about it. I do not feel great about playing at Arizona Cardinals right now. They just beat the Eagles in Philadelphia, which uh, was probably a moment of great satisfaction for them. Uh, But they they really feel like... So here's the thing about the Cardinals. They have a lot of picks next year. They gave up up one of their first-round picks to go... uh, to so they could to the to the Texans and the Texans used it to pick uh, Will Anderson and they dropped down in the draft. They picked Paris Johnson anyway, which I think is the guy they would have picked even if they would have stood pat. So that I mean, Paris Johnson's been up and down, but uh, he's doing the rookie tackle thing, where some games he's awesome and some games he's not. <laughs> that, yeah, it's, it's a functional trajectory for a rookie tackle. But they, you know, in their last four games, they beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh, twenty-four to ten. What's that like? Yeah. Makes you, makes you feel real good that we lost in the home. <laughs> lost the 49ers, lost to the Bears, who are who are good now. And then they beat the Eagles on the road. Now they get to face us. I think that they're they're trying to build up towards next season with the Kyler Murray, Jonathan Gannon thing. They're going to try super hard to win this game. This is not a team that's going to come down and lay down, try to improve their draft stock, you know, take this is out their Kyler. Super Bowl. This, they want, they're going to try to win this game because they're it builds a lot of momentum for them going into next season. Hey, we... We beat the the hated Seahawks. We are now we have all these great draft picks. We're gonna now gonna you know build the momentum into next year. This is this is big and important for them. I'm not excited about this this game at all. I don't feel good. Am I am I am I nuts for that? Or is, no, do you guys I, feel good about playing at Arizona? I think you're accurate. So the thing about Arizona is that their pass rush is bad. Their uh, coverage players are bad. Um, their offensive line is half bad, uh, but they have Kyler Murray and he can do things that are kind of magical. They have a few skill position players on offense and their defensive players aren't incompetent. They're just bad. That's what I'm most afraid of in this game is that their offense is just like an unstoppable force against us. They, they have all these guys who are good over the middle, the, the Greg Dorches and, uh, uh, who's their uh, McBride, Trey, Trey McBride's Trey McBride's yeah. of the world. These guys are the kind of guys who just torch us. Like, can't you just imagine Greg Dorch just going off like seven catches for 120 yards all on like shallow crossers. Cause that guy's like five foot three, 110 pounds. And so he just, he's running all these shallow crosses across the middle. And then there's Julian love trying to chase him down. And it's like Tom and Jerry or whatever. He's just, <laughs> just tripping over himself, trying to chase a gr- yeah, Rondale Moore getting a uh, getting like a bubble screen that he takes way too far. There's gonna be a couple of annoying plays like that. Kyler Murray, like the whole defense is gonna have their back to Kyler Murray. He's gonna take off for 40 yards. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep. that is that is one of the possible outcomes of this game. I think the most likely outcome is still Seahawks win by about a touchdown. Um, but that being like the they're... most likely outcome and me feeling comfortable are not the same thing. I mean, they have like the worst defense in the league. They're the worst in DVOA. It is a very bad defense. They don't really have any players on defense that scare you. 
They have good special teams and a solid offense that has improved a lot since Kyler came back. So that's what that's kind of what James Conner can really just run the ball competently 30 times in a game. No problem. Yep. Like he, he beat sur- cancer and he will beat your rush. Yeah, I was going to say he's, he survived cancer. He's not, he's not surviving. The Seahawks defense is nothing for, for James, for James Conner. I mean, uh, he has more foot speed than Najee Harris. That says nothing. Um, Trent Richardson could go for a hundred against the run defense that we just had. And I mean, Trent Richardson now, not Trent Richardson when he was still in the NFL, but still bad. So, uh, like that could be a problem. They could play ball control offense with, uh, like they could get a couple of fluky plays out of Kyler, get out to a lead and then play keep away and just run James Connor at our face a thousand times. And that is, that is a, that is a game plan that could beat us and be incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like Kyler Murray just, what does he do? He just shows up sometimes. I mean, the guy walked in last week with Sidney Crosby jersey in Pittsburgh and then comes... goes on. His KDA just... ratio is pretty solid. Kale, Kale, Ma- Kale McCarr. Do you think he comes in with a, uh, is that, that's how I say that name, right? No, that's the thing though. He might does come, he come in with, with that Maddie... jersey. He might come in with a Matty Beneers. It wasn't a troll move. He was in Philadelphia and he was wearing his Sid the Kid jersey. And it was yeah, like, oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, but he's trolling. I guess I get. Yeah, he's I get coming in with a, he's com- who's coming in with a McKinnon jersey avalanche. Great. Uh, Tyler, uh, the the guy from the Canucks. I don't know. Uh, he's uh, he's coming with a what's a Dallas Stars guy? Seguin, Seguin, Tyler. He's coming with a Tyler Seguin jersey. Yeah, I just I feel like either he's going to it's a it's a coin flip. Is he going to show up? As regular Kyler Murray, or is or is he going to be like, you know, hey? I'd be more I'm scared if he showed up a Murray. Joe Pavelski jersey, since that's who we couldn't stop in the playoffs last year. <laughs> All right, uh, Arizona. Well, thank you, Kevin. I think okay. Let's let's get to predictions because our movie club's really long this week. Uh, okay, I think Arizona does kind of what we've talked about, which is that they they score enough, and it's just going to come down to. Can their defense get a turnover? If their defense can get a key turnover on us, I think Arizona wins. If they cannot, I think we squeak it out. I don't think there's going to be as many points as you'd, you'd like, mostly because they're able to hold on to the ball for a really long time against us. So I'm going to go 28-27 Seahawks. But I do think it is a, a close one. This is a scary one and one that I think will be absolutely miserable to watch as a, a fan of the uh, – the crumbling Pete Carroll empire, but I want them to win. Honestly, like th- this, here's the thing as I can be critical of the team and think like, yeah. And actually I have one more big picture question. I'm going to ask you guys after this, but I can be critical of the team and still want them to win every game. Like I want them to win every single game. This let's get that straight. I don't, I'm not rooting for picks. I never will root for picks. Um, I think that is ridiculous. Don't, don't do that. This isn't the NBA where you need, you need two superstars for your team to be good. This is football. You can build a team without, you know who the best player in the NFL is? Uh, it's Lamar Jackson. And he was picked the last pick of the first round. Do you know who like the second best quarterback this year is? Is Brock Purdy, literally the last pick of the draft. And not to say Brock Purdy is actually the second best quarterback, but he's performing to the level of the second best quarterback, mostly due to surrounding talent. But he's very good. You can build the team. You do not need to just throw top five picks out there. Okay, I'm not rooting for picks. Go Seahawks. I hope they win. I'm going to pick them to win 28-27. Kevin, what do you got? Uh, it's going to require a stupid Geno Smith touchdown drive at the end of the game to win 24-20, and I'm going to be so angry. 
What you got, Eric? I really want to pick a loss here. Do it. Do it. You want you really? I feel like I'm. If that's what you, you think's gonna happen, if that's what you think's gonna happen, I'm not. That doesn't mean you're rooting for a loss. I don't. No, think, I, that's the thing though. Is I, <laughs> if you think I, that's what's I, I wonder happen. if I am. You, I wonder if I am rooting for a loss. You no. are frustrated enough. I think it's fair to pick a loss. I mean, the I team really has am. not performed, and you're down on them. You're allowed to be and down I'm on them. That doesn't make so you so mad about it. I'm so mad about it. Hey, what's um, worse, the Jets' offense or the Cardinals' defense, according to DVOA? Oh God, <laughs> the Got Jets' it. offense. It, it's the Jets offense. Jets offense is so bad. <laughs> all right, go, 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 Eric. They're uh, both the worst. All right. Uh, it's fun because football's fun and this game's fun. Ah, uh, no, no, no. I can't do it. Uh, Cardinals, Cardinals 22, Seahawks 14. All right, we're going to do this. We're going to do it so many every, times. Every episode we make uh, until until we get to, like, draft season. Um, Shane Waldron, in or out? Go. Out. 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 Okay. I'm. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> it's hard. This is the hardest it's ever been on the podcast. I Clint, don't want to be out, but I can't. Clint Hurt. In. Out. Out. I think bring, he's in. Bring back Dan Quinn. Do something. Dan, Dan Quinn will <laughs> come him, back as a head coach. $80 billion to. Yeah. No. Do not. Dan Quinn's not coming. Here. No, hold on. I'm not saying he should. I'm saying there's no way. The, Dan Quinn's next stop. Is to head coach Phil. Open the checkbook. <laughs> Open the checkbook. Do what it takes. Get that's better. another. Th- that's another thing. Jody Allen. Like she is. The rumors are it's going to be around 2025 when she sells the team. And who knows? None of us have like a bat phone to Jody Allen. Uh, I've requested an interview approximately zero times, uh, mainly because I don't <laughs> want to get on some like assassin hit list. But um, I don't want my career ruined for bothering a billionaire. But like. I, I don't know if there's any culpability, any responsibility that will be doled out for this team being so bad. Like there's all these Pete Carroll in the hot seat articles. I don't think Pete's seat is hot at all. Yeah. And I think I think all the pressure is going to come from John Schneider. Like, hey, we gotta we gotta fix this. Because remember, John John that's Pete's the guy. Yeah, and that's the thing is John's the only person who can really check Pete right now. And they're they're pretty in lockstep, but we've seen it before where John has checked Pete, and they yeah. do. Um, it's just I don't know. It's frustrating. Front office tater, John Snyder. Where we go? <laughs> I just don't know where uh, they go. All right, that's uh, there are many ways to support Seahawks Nest podcast. Best way to do so: head over patreoncom Nest. for as little as a dollar twenty four a month. Uh, join the Discord. Thank you to our newest Patreon. That would be uh, Carl. Carl joined the Stephen Hauschka level. I gotta, Big I gotta read. You want to fight about it? I gotta redo these levels. They're like so dated. <laughs> thank you, we thank you to those to the Norm Johnson level. Thank you, thank you to those who support the we're, show. We're doing it in honor of the throwbacks this year. I like, I love Steve Hauschka. I don't even care. Uh, it's the the problem is that the three dollar level is called the Russell Wilson. You know what? I should just change it to the Agent Three because he, you know, he did it. Yeah. He did the job for us. All right, do it all for the Tucci, Emmanuel, Andy, Brett, Cooper, Evan, Flocktimus, Gavin, James. Jose, Joshua, Lucas, Malcolm, Ryan, Samuel, Terrence, Timothy, Tom, Warwolf, Astro, Blake, Washington Fish Quest, check it out on YouTube, Bob, Carl Sandell, Casey, Cracksnacker420, Daniel Wayne, uh, David, Feet Me on Rye, Foles, Jay, Luke, Michelle, Mike, Mike, Poops, Thomas, Brandon, Nick, Chip. Okay, 
so also I've been this told week that, on the XFL corner with Kevin and Eric. I'm sorry. It's not the XFL anymore. It's the UFL. Can I can I just say real quick? The Sea Dragons are not going to be part of the UFL, and that's okay because I was never a Sea Dragons fan. Long time listeners, going back all the way to three years ago, will remember that I was a big Dragons fan, uh, made up big fan. And this paves the way for the dragons to come back. Get rid of the sea dragons. That's what I say. Go ahead, Nathan. All right. So uh, I've been asked by one of our heavy hitter patrons to give like a food recommendation every week. Uh, So this week's recommendation is uh, for Kamenegi. You guys ever been there? Fremont? In Fremont? It is is a small noodle restaurant. Open kitchen. You can sit right at the bar. It is um, the best. It's the goat. You should go there. That's that's it. I don't even want to like talk too much about it. One thing I do like, okay, though, if you do go there, so you look at their menu, they've got like noodles, different ways you can order them. So you can order them, you know, where the, they come in the broth, you can order them when they come on the side and you dip them in, you know, into the broth. Um, but also they, one of the ways you can order them is uh, bukake. And uh, yep, that's all oh. I'm going to say. <laughs> which is which is uh one way of serving it they they even says on the menu like hey we know this has another meaning but uh this is uh, a term that that is not always used that way so yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's get to it our movie club today wait wait do we have to do the uh the promo no okay. uh the our four week our four week uh punishment has ended so, <laughs> so we're out of the penalty box boys and speaking of penalty boxes uh we are gonna get in there we're gonna rate this year's uniforms now here's here's the thing okay we're gonna rate this year's nhl uniforms in honor of the winter classic great winter classic jerseys but we are not counting one-off singular jerseys like that so like you know the canucks dewall uniform which is beautiful chef's kiss does not help the canucks in this rating this is only primary uniforms okay we we got we got it so this is not for special special days you know this isn't we're not the Dallas Stars Pride Month jersey that doesn't exist uh, does not does not count. Uh, so we're just doing the primary three. I sent you guys a link, or some some teams only have two jerseys, uh, two primary jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Some of the throwbacks, original six jerseys. Yeah. So teams rather. Is it original six? They no. Florida Panthers only have two. No. Anaheim They're, has the Mighty oh, Duck jersey too. Hold on. Original six usually only go two, is what I'm saying. And then you have oh, like oh. Florida and Anaheim. I was like, well, what? Florida <laughs> Panthers only have two. They're in the original six, right? Okay. So, so uh, let's start. We're gonna tier. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do tier list, which means uh, S is the best. A, B, C, D, F. We'll start with the Mighty Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks of Anna of Anaheim of Los Angeles. The uh, Oakland these... Anaheim Ducks of Los Angeles, Earth, United States. Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would argue these are objectively terrible. Yeah, uh, the only <laughs> the thing that is... The throwback so, might save it, but it doesn't. I like that they say, like, okay, well, what a, you know, let's rebrand the Ducks. What do Ducks have? You know, Ducks have feet. What if we put, what if we put a duck foot right as the crest? I think that... If you're throwing a bunch of ideas out, I think it's a great idea to throw out. Hey, uh, hey Eric, are you like, saying that throw it into the garbage? <laughs> I will say this: I don't want to give it an F because ah, I, I, I I do like the like cartoon Mighty Ducks thing. That throwback, it's, that throwback, like puts it up a whole tier and a half. So if I, you thought they were F tier, I think you probably put it in D. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that this, it ducks. saves them. It saves them from F, but their their home away split is it's also the so colors awful. Like, 
Why they is wanted it to get closer to Orange County. That's not a joke. Five, so five, put orange in it. Five curved stripes too on the sleeves. Like it's calm down. It's like when Reebok <laughs> was designing things and we're being terrible about it. It I mean, looks like I, it looks like something an eleven-year-old designed for a creative team. I know these jerseys are made by fanatics, but like we don't have to know that just from looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like we should. We, let's have a little mystery. All right, let's go to Arizona Arizona Coyotes. Am I the only person who loves that coyote? I love the space coyote. Oh, the Kachina? Oh, oh here's the here's you the are thing. Not Everything the only we one. said okay. about An- Anaheim, it's the exact same, but you flip the tiers. So I think it's S, but that third knocks it down. I think oh, it's a, the one that the one that looks like holiday gift wrap. Yes. <laughs> so it's the only thing that saves that one. You ready for this, Eric? The only thing that saves the one that makes it so it's not the worst is they did put a cactus on the pants. They put a cactus on the pants and it the, looks like an the, ugly sweater. And the captain's patch, like the captain C, is the old coyote's crescent moon. Okay, oh, that's Lord. kind pretty of dope. rad. That's pretty rad. But like Kevin said, it does indeed look like gift wrap. It's a little bit too. Okay, I will say the fr- the fringes that that la- that pattern layer is a little bit too much for me. It keeps it out of S tier for me. But the it looks colors like you have are, a hallmark patch. The colors are nice. It. It's it is like a, a solid jersey, and it really speaks to like the community, which I do like. I do like when a jersey like a has community of four thousand people who love com- the Coyotes. I community agree with that. ties. All right, Boston uh, Bruins. Oh wait, would we decide oh, A or a? A, 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 a? Yeah. Okay. I think I felt like it was pretty clear we were all in A. Honor I Thunder, a. Uh, Boston Bruins. <sighs> I, I'm tempted to do S just because it's so quintessentially classic and like simple and enjoyable like those blacks are just really really clean and nice but i also hate boston so i want to knock it down a tier for being in boston everything kevin said i have no other uh, other <laughs> comments seriously um my sorry, my sorry. big thing <laughs> no i that, appreciate it you gotta, you gotta go. I, I would i hate boston but like i really like their centennial patch too that they did for their hundredth it year. It's really nice. I think it's a it's a it's a really attractive patch. So I'm gonna put it in S for now. If if our S tier is too fat, it probably will be the first one I would drop though. Two A. All right, uh, Buffalo Sabers. Uh, I love these jerseys. I don't quite know if they're S tier, but uh, people love that goat head as the the third alternate they brought back last year. Um, I I could really give or take that, but the royal yes. blue with the classic. The Cavaliers uh, are so good, and I, it's the sl- you have said the nothing I disagree eye. with. The little red eye on the Buffalo makes it. Um, I just think those are those are near S tier. The goat head may drop it down into like A or B tier. I'll let you guys decide. I think I, I think it's I don't a, hate that jersey either. It's just the, like the third jersey is quintessential A tier. It's not perfect, but it's like it's the, the, it's it's like real that. good. The third jersey is just too big of a departure for me. Like, I, I don't mind if you have, like, a wild third jersey, but it can't feel like it came from a completely different franchise. This looks like it should be the jersey of a minor league team called, that that is affiliated with the Buffalo Sabres. Does that, that make sense? Really, yeah. That you really like, but is definitely different from the team, yes. Yes, it just doesn't feel like it's from the same uniform kit. Now, this hey, next one... ready to have the same note? The next one, the next one, actually, it does feel like it's the same uniform kit. The problem is it's ugly, and that's Calgary Flames. What is this horse on this third jersey, Eric? Oh, that is, that is blasty. Too. So the classics are, I think, near S tier. That's partially why I chose Calgary as my team, like, back in 2000. The classics are great. The- uh, back in 2000, 
eight, two thousand six, they decided to bring black into the uniform with a black C. <clears throat> I hated it until I bought the jersey, and then I fell in love with it uh, last year. But uh, they made Blasty. This is their home, and everyone said it looked like Calgary Flame legend Lanny McDonald with the uh, <laughs> with the fire coming out of his nose. The problem with Blasty is like it's definitely an era in, an era in Flames history that I loved. But yeah, that that jersey's just kind of out there. Like, do you know another issue? It's yeah. it Calgary's rival, Edmonton, and Vancouver. And what does that jersey look a lot like? It looks like it, they did kind of rip flying skate colors. Uh, I, I, that's a problem. I think this is like a, the 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 home the home and away the the red and the white are are great. I like those. I think quite. isn't it a B because. Here. It's Maybe Bla- Blasty B for it to a B. B for B for Blasty because Blasty is just ruining that that jersey. Let's for take me. it. Uh, Speaking hur- of ruined jerseys, Hurricanes. Yes. What? What's up? <laughs> they have they have two bad ones. Like what is what is okay? This so one hold on. on. What's this the one on the top because... of the little flags? What is okay? That? Hold on. I love that jersey. Their home jersey. Uh, the one that looks like a samurai can... banner. Yes, it one. It is a samurai <laughs> banner because I don't know if you know this, but feudal Japan started in Southern Carolina. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, also, that is actually also Japan known for hurricanes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, Hurricane boy. Harvey, big in Japan. Uh, so that that is actually the hurricane <laughs> warning flag. That is a flag they fly in those in Carolina when a hurricane is approaching. If you don't have radio, you don't have television, you don't have a mobile phone because in 1988, that is the flag they fly and. They send uh, the guy the out with flags. that flag on the back of his lifted truck, and he drives around the city. Well, and, and they, he's got to take down his Confederate flag, Kevin. It's kind of a <laughs> pain in the ass. Um, so, but it's between the flags, thing. there's an outline of uh, of South Carolina, and I think that's really cool. Also, I think if any team is going to have black and red and really like make it stand out, not in the way the Blackhawks do, but just really stand out, give it to Carolina. The other two jerseys can rot in hell. I don't mind this one with the hurricane on the front. This one that says Canes is like I, the worst. It no, might be the worst the one. Hurricane? on the front, I think, is legit good. Oh, I hate that. I hate the crest. It's the worst. It. Um, it's I like the, it. It's terrible. Uh, hey, hey, the one I want to give them an Canes F, though, diagonally because... looks awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though I said we weren't gonna, yeah, the one, the one that says Canes diagonally is the worst jersey we've seen so far. It looks like a, it looks like a high school jersey. The the, but I also I know they I said used to be the Whalers, and the Whalers jersey was great. And like you can't go from Whalers to this. Well, here's the thing, Kevin, is that I know we said we wouldn't rate them on their warm up jerseys or special jerseys, but they wore Whalers jerseys during a warm up this year. So I, I want to go. F uh, they are they're playing for dis for dis- this year. I'm looking at my white Whalers jersey right now. Whalers team. Whalers are great, but like that's disrespectful. You can't move yes. the team and then wear their jersey. You don't uh, see Oklahoma back. playing in Sonics throwbacks. I'm gonna say C. I'm gonna say C though. Overall, C for Carolina. You guys, you guys get that? I'm going with D because of that Canes. Yeah, Eric, what do you want? Takes it down one whole tier. I'm going to go D also. I don't like two of their three jerseys. And I think we're all kind of split on what jerseys we like, but we unite in the Canes. Yeah, we we all hate Canes. I actually don't. I don't mind. The other two are both medium to me. So that's why I was like C. Okay, Chicago Blackhawks. Is this an S tier for original six? And if not, how far does the racism pull it down? Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. Pretty far. Just based on aesthetics, it's S, but because of racism, B. Like, you gotta so move here's, on. It's, here's it's my time. Here's my favorite story about this jersey. My friend said, "Yeah, I got a Blackhawks jersey, and I was stoked because the Blackhawks are like my childhood team." 
and I got the jersey in the mail and I put it on and I just felt like a complete piece of crap. <laughs> and I took it off and I, ne- and I never wore it again. And then and then a month later, I said, yeah, so I found a Blackhawks jersey for $55 with Patrick Kane embroidered on the back. I put it on. I've been wearing this thing nonstop. I love it. Yeah. That was it's that a- was the story. I it felt so it's no like the cross stitching good- on the feathers, it's like really amazing. Yeah, it's a cool jersey. I like I said, I it's hard it's hard to rate a jersey like this because it is aesthetically. Can I I just want to honestly give it a B because B. it's S tier, but let's face it, even if it's done uh you know respectfully with like, also, taste respectfully, it's it. it's still like it's real it's weird it's weird to have people it's weird to have people as mascots especially unless it's like a historical figure like a knight or something that there there ain't no knights around (laughs) i mean unless you count sir ian mckellen or whatever they're they just they just straight up they knight actors now or whatever (laughs) it barely counts all right colorado avalanche is this one going to be divisive i've always liked their jerseys oh divisive you don't like these i don't like the looney tunes abs logo from the 90s it, when, oh. In the '90s, it worked, and now I just feel like coming up next on Nickelodeon, it's the <laughs> Avalanche. Uh, I do love their alt. Their alt, their alt like, is so good. It's that that's an S tier jersey. So isn't that a if throwback you give too, this, to the old Denver team? Uh, kind of. It's like paying homage. It's basically the yeah. Colorado State flag, which is what. Yeah. Col- what and that's the what the, that's what the Rockies did too. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. what uh, what what would you give this, Eric? Honestly, I'd want to give a B tier because I think okay. they have a really unique color scheme, and I don't hate that jersey. I just wouldn't mind if they refresh it. Kevin, it were reminds you on, me of the nineties. I'm okay rolling a. Rocket. You're 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 you were an S before, right? I was gonna this be was a. like, oh, you were gonna be A, and I I was gonna be S. So we can just split the difference there. There's we no go, we go A then. I don't need to to wait or anything. Uh, okay, yeah, I like this one. I think it's great. Like it's like one of my favorites. It just looks nice. Like Eric said, it is a little nineties. Uh, I I can see why you'd say that, but uh, it appeals to me. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Speaking of nineties, okay, similar. I'm <laughs> um, similar to Colorado. That third jersey. Oh, mwah, I love it. The cannon. Yeah, the cannon. That's right? so good. Beyond the, that, the sleeves and the the stripes look good too. Have you guys yeah. ever for the other two jerseys? Have you ever seen the red brown made for TV Captain America movies from the eighties? <laughs> that's that's all I'm gonna say. USA, USA. Yeah, they're really trying to play your picture. See, see for I'm Columbus. Really glad that uh, they they it looks like a WNBA logo. It's a uh, C it, for Columbus, but I want everyone to know that the cannon is pulling it out of F tier. <laughs> yes, the can- oh the cannon. I like the, the cannon color is- scheme too, though. It's like solid colors and everything. It's just a oh, bad it's- logo. Yeah, it's very it's very American. Uh, Dallas Stars. Kevin should have changed. Should have should have changed the should get that get out of here. Should have changed the team name when you left Minnesota. Disrespectful. This 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 work. Oh, we're not stars in Texas. They, they went from North Stars down to Stars. They did change it. They made it That's more Texas centric. Yeah, they they took five letters away. Do you and want them to be the Dallas Lone Stars? No, that would be that better. That would worse. be better. Uh, <laughs> then this middle one with the with the that you, you can six of them on can, the roster. They're not loan. You can buy this at the workwear store, so you can wear it on the construction site. It's so they're, bad. They're, yeah, their middle jerseys OSHA approved. That's even better. I gotta you, say though, you can buy you can buy a Dallas alt jersey and you can wear it on the work site for 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 construction. It's great. 
or if and you're crossing you can wear it at night, it'll keep you safe while we're jogging at night. That's the colors right. are good. The colors are good. I'll give them that. The crest on their on the standard green. I like their their new crest. That old stars logo that they didn't really change from Minnesota. I always hated that. A lot of people love that. I don't. I prefer this, but I'm happy wherever you want to put this below B tier. <laughs> I I would go I would go F or D. Kevin, are you serious about S? Or are you just messing with me? I I, 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 can't I would tell. go, I would go A. Honestly, no, I really wow. actually do like it. So 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 Eric, what's your actual rating then? C. Okay, so then I guess we're going C because. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm shocked. If I I don't have any of these jerseys, but now if I find if I find this Nashville fourteen dollar Dallas jersey, I'm calling Kevin immediately to ask for a size. Yeah. That's wow. Red Red Wings. S. Is it is it S tier? Okay, there we go. It just looks really good. Like it's so I, clean. It's just it's it's nice. Uh looks good. I'm not even a big red jerseys guy, and it is so clean. S tier, no notes. One thing I like, if you look at this jersey compared to a lot of the other ones, a lot of other jerseys in the NHL have way too many stripes on the sleeve. They they showed some restraint. They just got the one. And uh, it because of that, it looks real good. Like You don't have to go crazy with the stripes on the sleeves. Uh, now, here's the next one actually has stripes on the sleeves, but looks kind of good. That's the Oilers. S. Um, this is an A for S. Me. It's it's a good one. It's a nice salt. I hate the Oilers too, but this third jersey kind of stinks to me. I, I love hate their that use third of jersey. Orange. You don't like the Bears? It's like, <laughs> it does look like a bad. The thing is, the the it doesn't actual, pop. The actual logo looks flat to me. That that yes, is exactly what need, I was going to say. Yeah, they need they need like something to outline it. I think the uh, middle one looks like if the UFL had a Chicago franchise and wanted to be like, we're kind of the Bears. We're the Tigers. Where they would have that list? jersey. <laughs> Eric, did <laughs> yes. you? Did you? Where do you want to go? Did, were you going to go? Uh, I was going to put it B, but if you guys want higher, I'm not going to argue. We could. So I go we'll go A because the old. Okay. Well, I was all. I'm. I'm in between A and B. So this is now. You have to make me decide. I really yep. don't like this alt. I'm going to go B. I'm going to go B. Also, looking at the the, the weight of the tiers right now, I think it'll, that balances us out a little bit. You know, I, you know, I really care about making a nice bell curve when we do That's this. Uh, Florida Panthers. C. It I is gotta the middest jersey ever. I I agree. I totally agree. It's mid. I still want this jersey. Yeah, it's a C. It's it's and okay. I think it's like probably the best soccer jersey on. Thank you. Hockey I'm jersey I've Florida ever seen. FC has a great hockey jersey. Yeah. The, yeah, I like the way the Panther looks. It looks cool in the middle. Yeah, it's very crest. noble, and then it's got the soccer crest. Something about that. I just kind of want the jersey. So uh, put that on your list, everyone. Uh, all the Patreons uh, save up a dollar. Uh, Los no, Angeles, kidding. Los Angeles Kings. The Kings. I like. The I like. Kingers. I like the Kings a lot. Um, the, <laughs> the 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 main the top two. This bottom one with the old logo. I hated the old logo. I was really pleased when they got rid of it because it looked a lot better. The new one looks a lot better to me. I hate. This, I want the like, new logo, but you put the silver on there. Yeah, I'm that fine would be directly better. And I want them to go back to the crown. And oh, just the crown, and bring just back the, the purple. Yes, and and Ooh, maybe bring keep, back the purple. Maybe keep the alt gray that they got rid of. Bring that back. Uh, yeah, we have just D for me. D. I, I like. I'm cutting cut the quick. I'm saying right. okay. I would have said C's B. Fine. So I guess we're going C. Uh, I think this is clean. Like it looks. It's nice. It's it's simple, but like not in a bad way to me. It's simple in like a good way. 
Uh, Minnesota Wild. All Jersey, how dare you? Well, well, I know why, what you're doing. How dare you? It's a North Stars uh, because thing. they because they stole the Sonics jersey. <laughs> no, that's they're trying to make it look like the North Stars. <laughs> yeah, and the and the Sonics predate the North Stars. Uh, you know what? For that reason, I'm on you. Yeah. Um, actually, I love this crest and I love their color scheme. I uh, do too. Paying homage to the North Stars, I think, is really important because uh, before the Sonics got dis- uh, got disrespected heavy. Minnesota got done dirty with yeah. uh, yes. taking it's exact, away. It's exactly the same situation. Hockey. Seattle yes. is a basketball hotbed, and they got their team taken away. Minnesota is a hockey hotbed, and inexplicably got their team yes. taken away. Yeah, moving it's a team from Minnesota to Texas is a joke for hockey. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this is an A for me. I agree, A for me. It's also. a B for me, but I'm fine with it ending up in A. All right, let's go I don't go care for the back. red, I think, is it? Um, Montreal Canadiens. This is my least favorite original six jersey, just so you guys know. Is it because I, I, they're French? You can say it, Nathan. No, <laughs> no, no, I just like think that the like, especially the red. It's a the lot red, less racist than Chicago. The, the primary red one is like pretty busy to me in the in the middle part. I mean, does that make sense? Like it's just the thing. It's like I guess stripe, 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 logo, logo over the stripes, and the logo has. <laughs> three colors in it also but it's got I like to think it's got of the it sort of like if the logo was yeah. a belt buckle and it's a they just have a belt in the middle of their jersey that's how it is it's very fashion forward they have an empire waist my favorite thing about this is <laughs> i heard on a podcast someone said like if if montreal if someone from like 1900 was it 1911 was brought into the future and saw this they would immediately know who their team was and i just Something about that makes it belong in S tier. But if you want to drop it to A, I'm fine with it. I put it in B. I think it's solid, but not great. It's mm. super funny to me that you said like, so I said this is my least favorite original six jersey, right? Uh, for me, that makes it a B tier. <laughs> it's okay. still good. It's still pretty good. That works. I, I just, uh, it's not. That's good. Predators. I like this more than I should, and I'm sorry. I hate it. I hate oh, it. So you much. don't like it more? Maybe I should give this to Kevin. The um, thing I like about I I like I like teams that choose colors that are uncommonly chosen. Uh, the thing is, I loathe their mascot. This this the color predator is guy fine. Is, the mascot is awful. The ownership said we went with yellow because blue is not a dominant color. What the what? What? Uh, yeah. Have, have so, they looked at ho- have they looked at hockey jerseys? Like, they're away so jersey. Movies. Their away jersey, I think, is really great. If I can is, find that for $15. Is their owner oof. the youngest in a family with five kids, and so he always got stuck playing yellow in board games? This is C? like, this is C? like, D? hold on. This oh, yeah. is like when we did a Batman Eliminator and I had to talk a lot. So when they <laughs> came up with this team, sorry, give me give me two minutes. Yeah, do it. When they came up with this team, the owner said, hey, uh, we're going to name the team the Edge NHL. And the NHL oh. said, you're going to name it the edge. Okay. We're going to go through our, uh, we'll, we'll let you know. And they called back and they said, Hey, uh, are you, why are you calling it the edge? It's like, Oh, cause my wife, you think you know me? No, <laughs> because my, <laughs> because my wife, uh, is an heir to the, uh, Gillette edge shaving gel, uh, fortune. And the NHL said, Oh yeah, you're not doing that. And so meanwhile, a guy in New York who they'd hired to design it, said, hey, we're going to call the team the Edge. Can you design me a jersey? 
And so he's like, what the hell is an edge? So he had all these skate designs. He's like, no, that looks like the Canucks. And then they unearthed like this intact saber tooth tiger skeleton. He's like, well, teeth have edges. So he made this. <laughs> so he made this 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 thing. This and then this the ownership logo. group was like, hey, my uncle was a uh, convicted. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and so the my uncle was said, Bill Cosby. The ownership said, find out what's trending with people and take a poll. Oh, and no. the the attack, the ice tigers. And something else that was like the swerve or something like that. It was awful. Whose house? Yes. And so when they debuted it, they said, here's your, here is your Nashville hockey team. And they showed the logo only. And everyone said, what's the name? And they said, we don't know. And then, so they did a fan vote and predators, predators was among the names and they were like predators. So that is the great and hilarious story of how this Jersey and that team came to be. And then if you wear that jersey, avoided being Chris Hansen, hockey make hockey faces. Chris Hansen <laughs> makes you sit in a chair if you wear that jersey. Uh, all right, uh, for me, I it's like it's one of my least favorites. But you got so what do you guys want to do though? Oh, it's a D. Uh, I just like the use of yellow. It's a D. I'll okay, say D. Good. All right, good. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Devils. People I want the jersey this. script. Oh wow. The script jersey is the script jersey really bothers me, but the other two, the other two are like fire. The New Everyone Jersey wants to update that jersey, and I'm like, no, it's classic. It's, it's almost sh- original it's a, six. It's a devil horn in the shape of New Jersey. What what's the problem with this? It fits perfectly. There was a guy at the Winter Classic with that jersey script jersey, and I almost wanted to ask him if he had the hat. This is hat because <laughs> New Jersey. They well, did he was it for wearing it over the charity shirt that says college. But they All went. Right. They went for a uh, for charity. They made a hat. Hat. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, it's, what, what is? What do you got? Where do you got jersey here, Eric? B because of the jersey script. Jersey. Okay, I, I agree. Yep. That is exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Islanders. Ariel, who I work with, is going to crucify me if I say anything other than S. So um, I'm going to give it a C. <laughs> okay, I, okay. I, like I don't get two it. actual jerseys. This one with the NY is horrible. They wear that like good. once a year. They wear that once a year. That's People one more time than they should. On Long Island, hate it. Yeah, they're smart for hating it. The other one, like I like the crest, but I don't really like the. the it's so busy. The you talk about Montreal yeah. being busy. This it's is got too like, busy. It's got the hockey stick and it's got the four notches in it for the championship, and then it's got an outline of Long Island that also Edmonton nice. kind of just does it better. Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna go see. Also, C. For uh, yeah, I would have gone B, but C is fine. Uh, Rangers. I this hate is that probably I my least team credit. This is maybe my least favorite original. This is my this is my second least favorite. I would put it solidly in the B tier. It, I love their alt. No, I don't love their alt. Never mind. I like the logo on their alt, but I do not like the colors or the sleeves. Actually, to be honest with you. The col- the the alt is like kind of making it maybe they this is my new least favorite and I also hate these red pants. The striking the striping on the alt is super weird. It's yes, like, it is super weird. Maybe this is like maybe this is a C or is... I actually like the jerseys and don't like the way the logo is done on any of them. Yeah, uh, gonna... which makes it a C because that means I kind of half like all the jerseys and half mm-hmm. dislike all of them. I'll yeah. put a C as well. All right, Ottawa Senators. Time for a rebrand. It it's really? beautiful though, to be honest with it. you. Like I kind of love it. I just want you remember the Seahawk 
uh, that we brought back this year, who was, who was, uh, you know, getting his ass kicked all the time and just looked like, you know, oh uh, yeah, I got to go to class today. This is the Senator, the hockey version of the old Seahawks. Like make that Senator cool looking and update it. Just it a is, bit. it is time. Like they've been using this logo since they were invented. Yeah. Like, there's just something about it. And they, they try to it turn him back and make to him old success. Sorry. Yeah, the Senators have always been terrible, so that's another problem. Yeah, make make something sure. super cool and run with it. Um, I'll uh, give it a C, I think. B. I, I was in B, so okay, okay. We'll just B. Go B. Uh, okay, Flyers. Ditch this black jersey, and it's probably an A tier for me. I think it's just A for me anyway. Okay. Guys, yeah, I think I'm at A. It. It's it's good. Like like I said before, they didn't go overboard with uh, with the stripes or anything. Also, going which... solid black on the pants kind of helps everything else calm down. Penguins, A tier, S. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I don't like the I don't like the diagonal Pittsburgh. I mean, that's yeah, just like an original. That's like such an original six. That's such an original six thing to do. Like I'm I'm willing to forgive it because of how cool that that uh, that. The skating little, penguin is little, the little penguin, skating penguin. Yeah. Skating, skating penguin guy is St. Louis Blues. I love their B? alt. I adore the alt. I love and adore the alt. I don't like the other two. But B C. I'm on B and C. That's kind of where I was at in this one. It's solid. I'll go B. Okay. I I don't like. There's nothing. It, it's not exciting, but it's not it's not offensive either. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I want to buy that uh that alt oh, before it just is gone. Yeah, the light blue one. The yep. it's just very unique uh, colors. Sharks. Also it's a shark biting. B. It's a shark biting a hockey stick. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you right? know the guy who's uh, who invented their first logo has always done every logo and every branding for this team. I think that's super cool. Yeah, it is that's super cool because cool, the B. first logo was 1991, and they really have not they really have not changed it too much. They just kind of update it to make it look modern, but they don't like do it. I, Oh, uh, you said B. I was between B and A. And Kevin, you said B also? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Kraken. S tier. I mean, it's an A for me. A. It's good. I think A is like fair it. only because... I like because, the white like, striping. I think that's kind of a cool look. I think there's a lot to like about it. The, the white go. jersey is like the freshest looking jersey, in, I think, in the NHL as far as white jerseys go. Um, they also went really brave with a giant crest and... Adding a, yet another blue team to the NHL and it works. It's such a good crest. It yeah. is the it is like the one of the it is like the best new crest. I would consider S tier. I just didn't want to be a, like a super I think, homer. I think the thing for me that holds it back from S tier is I think they just the the red stripe I think is completely unnecessary. I think I, if they just they the the red, ties it together, jersey that just really I like the red it. on the eye. I like the red on the eye, but the red on the the stripe. I think without that red stripe, it won't work. I, th- I, don't I, know. Think, I think it I think would it look would... cool. I don't know. Yeah, it's don't hard know. to it's hard to say <laughs> without actually seeing it. But I don't know something about like the red accents. Like I just think they could have gone a little more subdued and just made it like a red eye, and I think it would have been cool. All right. Anyway, lightning. This is okay. maybe an F for me. Oh, go it's, ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. Pretty boring, but like it's not offensive. That's it's not offensive to me, but I do kind of want to put it in the low tiers. I have a really specific criticism. Yeah, no. Uh, so we're gonna do that with Toronto <laughs> at the same time because they're the same jersey. And like, how do you come in the league and you're like, you know what, we're just gonna do Toronto's jersey, but and like with a way division. worse logo, with a way they're worse the logo. They're the same division. That's the yeah. Problem. That's that's like kind of offensive. Yeah, yeah and it's okay. D. I think D is. So I think it has to be D because doesn't Toronto kind of have to be S? 
Uh, no, no, because this black jersey is ugly. Oh, but no, you the mean the Justin Bieber designed black jersey? They they, they knocked themselves out of S. It's, into it's also a. reversible. Okay. You should not have done that. You should not have done that if you wanted to be an S tiered Toronto because that is a, that was a bad choice. I'm with Kevin uh, on the S, but if you want, but you want to Bieber it down to B and settle. Justin on Bieber a. really designed that jersey. It's his company, yeah. That's, really, if you it, flip it inside out, it's it got really a yellow suck. maple leaf with like a like a smirk. I hate it. Yeah. All right, uh, Vancouver Canucks. You guys can go first. I have strong opinions. Eric, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a B2. I really love once they got rid of the Vancouver over or under the the C, I was I liked it a lot better. Um I I'm a I'm alone on this. I it's think it's cool. Scheme. I'm fine with their color scheme, but I would love to see this in the skate color scheme. I think that would just be such a badass jersey. They um, I like I like all, so the, the I could actually I think they have great uniforms. For me, it's an S, but I mean, I'm obviously a Canucks fan. The thing is, they have three logos, and they're all really good. Like, the the, the whale is great. The flying skate is great. And even the the lumberjack is great. So, like, what, what's that guy's name? Uh, um, wait, the uh, he has a, can, he has a, Joe Canuck or whatever? He has a funny name. One of their, that's not one of their... Uh, but they use that. They've anymore. used it on... They use it on alternates sometimes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you said that um, we weren't talking Makes a great... No, no, but I'm just saying... Whatever they, whenever they throw out their their uniforms for the year, the logos always look good. Um, I'd be willing like, to go up to A tier. I just feel like our A tier is really full. Nah, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to fight about the connection kind of season. Okay, uh, Vegas. Am I the only person who hates gold? It's these are so ugly to me. <laughs> uh, they it's, are very unique, and I love that about them. But beyond that, I that is know. the only thing I love. Yeah. What's, what's up with this? What's up with these? <clears throat> I hate to say it, but these red lines on this one too bother me a lot. Like it's well, see, like the red doesn't work here. It has no place. It feels yeah. The it red feels doesn't cla- tie into it anything. Feels so clashy. Uh, uh, the also, best thing the about alternate Vegas, where it has the black and the gray, like that just looks that like used to be their home. They too, ran the out of pewter. material and had to sew multiple jerseys together to make one jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, D though, I think D. Um, they're uh, people in that. Vegas love it. Their reverse retro last year. I love that the the Vegas word mark in the like the old Camelot font. It, it yeah, had black they, light angle they've had, in the dark. They've had it a was bunch, like whoa. They've had a couple good alternates, but like <clears throat> they're just their main jersey sets are kind of all right. Yeah. Capitals. B, I've always hated the Capitals. I'd, I've I've always hated me. this jersey. Uh, their alt is kind of cool. The alt is is unique, and it is Washington. So if you're gonna have like the overtly patriotic jersey, this is the right team to have it. Um, but I just I don't know. I don't this D D. It's not D for not me. Great. Winnipeg. I kind of like these. I do too. I feel like that mid mid that top jersey, the the top jersey which is their home. I think that should be the alt, and they should go back to the original Winnipeg Jets. That's what I think. All right, uh, I got I rid of this in B. B. Um, all right, I would have put it in C. I'm getting rid of the D tier because we didn't have any F tier jerseys, and now the D tier is the F tier. That's fair. <laughs> so, Take that, Anaheim. So now uh, S tier was Boston, Detroit, Pittsburgh, A tier, Arizona, Buffalo, Colorado, Minnesota, Philly, Seattle, Toronto, uh, B, Calgary, Chicago, Edmonton, Montreal, New Jersey, Ottawa, St. Louis, San Jose, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. C was Columbus, Dallas, Florida, Los Angeles, the Islanders, and the Rangers. And F, 
Anaheim, Carolina, Nashville, Tampa Bay, Vegas, Washington. I think my only biggest my biggest disagreement would probably be Vancouver, but I think um, overall we're we're in right we're in in range with everything else. How about we move Vancouver into A and Kraken into S? Um, no, <laughs> sorry, no, just leave it. Just leave it. It's fine. Uh, the thing that makes me sad is I hate all the teams in the S tier. <laughs> like like it's like my three least favorite teams like are they're up there all of them are up there for me it's like the teams that annoy me the most it's mostly because detroit fans like still are full of themselves even though they've been terrible now for well, how long been, they're everywhere like they're a decade i went to a detroit game last year and it was just like how many if you guys you just come out of the woodwork they're like yeah Bay it, fans they're just everywhere just, just, they're just bad too all right well detroit you have strong opinions of hockey if you have strong opinions about hockey sweaters, leave them in the Discord. Uh, for Eric, for Kevin, we will uh, see you next week. Go Hawks. <laughs>